Do you ever struggle with your fuzzy brain? I do. Welcome to the Uncluttered Office Podcast. Here I share what I've learned from my struggles with chemo brain and executive functioning disorder. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. I'm a former Wall Streeter, now entrepreneur, with 20 years of experience in business and office design. I'm a badass cancer survivor and thriver, mom of a teen, a wife, and a lifelong learner. I've discovered that whether we lose our keys, misplace our files, or constantly forget important appointments, we can learn to be more productive. We can design a work and home life that is simpler, easier, and much more manageable. Listen in and learn how to create a plan to streamline your space and your systems so you can be more focused and organized. Hi, I'm Catherine Avery of ProductivityByDesign.com. Today, I'm here to talk to you about happiness, behavior, and G.I. Joe. And I'm sure you're thinking, G.I. Joe, where's that coming from? You're really out of left field, Catherine. But just stay with me because this is just so fascinating. So here's the deal. I'm taking a course in happiness. A group of my friends online in a networking group I belong to said, hey, what do you think about this? Let's take this. So it's being sponsored by Yale. The person who's teaching it is Lori Santos, and she has the most amazing information. Now, if you know me a while, then you'll know that one of my life mottos is to always be learning. And you also might know that my friends say I'm one of the happiest people you'll ever meet. So when they saw I was going to take a happiness course, they were like, Catherine, what? You're already super happy. Why are you taking a happiness course? But here's the thing. I'm human. And I, people do nutty stuff that drives me crazy, right? And I can be a class A biatch. I'm telling you now, just ask my family. They will tell you. So the fact is, is we could all do with learning how to be a little happier, right? And happiness is about how you behave going through life. Happiness isn't some easy emotion that just comes out of the blue, right? It's about how we get there. So when I started my journey towards more happiness, it was concurrent with having cancer. And you're probably saying, oh my God, how are you happy having cancer? And I know you've heard a lot of people who said, um, cancer was a gift. I'm so glad I get cancer. Uh, cancer was a blessing in my life. And I always thought, are you freaking kidding me? What are you thinking? But the fact is, it is a gift. Because if you look at the lessons you learn while on your cancer journey, they're all gifts. It's such a blessing. Life is this huge blessing. And if we go about it with gratitude, and gratitude is a huge part of how you get happier, then you are able to see the gifts in something like cancer. And I know I've talked a lot about choices, and we don't choose to get cancer. I mean, there are people out there who will say, oh, you did X, Y, Z in your life, and you need to heal this, and therefore, you know, that's why you got cancer. Mm, I'm not sure I 100% believe that. I think that these challenges we get in our lives are opportunities to learn something. 
So my friend Stacy Martino calls them challenge tunities. I have to tell you, I will always remember that because challenges really are, they are opportunities to learn something and do something better in our lives, whatever that might be. So for me, um, when I found out I had cancer, I had to change some of my behaviors. And one of them was exercise. So I really don't like to exercise. Um, now I kind of do. Okay, so see, this is where the behavior modification comes in, right? So I didn't like to do it. I used my morning time, my me time, my oxygen mask on first time by journaling and writing out my gratitudes. And so that time had to become exercise time. And it was frustrating for me until I realized that I could take gratitude walks. So I would go outside and as I was walking, I would say all the things I was grateful for, all the people I was grateful for. I mean, when you have cancer and you're going through chemo, people are bringing you gorgeous meals. They're, they're driving your kid to ballet. They're going out of their way to do the most amazing things for you because you're in the midst of this really hard journey. And what a gift, you know, what a blessing that is. And it's just unbelievable. So the happiness factor, happiness factor, that's a book, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> happiness in the course taught by Gloria Santos at Yale University is um, recognizing that you need to change your behavior. So this is where the GI Joe fallacy comes in. So I love this. So I'm 53. I watched cartoons growing up. We didn't have cell phones. We didn't have iPads. We didn't have all this technology. You know, Saturday morning cartoons, oh my God, I got the TV. You know, because your parents were in charge of the TV. I was going to say the remote, which is hilarious because I predate the remote. Okay, there wasn't even a remote back then. There was probably, what, like seven channels on TV. So the G.I. Joe show would come on and it's all about the army guys going out and saving the day. And at the end of each show would be a public service announcement. And this would be geared, of course, to children. And so it would be exactly what you would expect. It is uh, something like look both ways before you cross the street. Right. So and then G.I. Joe would say knowing is half the battle. So what Lori contends, and I agree, is knowing is way less than half the battle. Because the fact is, we all know. We all know we should look both ways before we cross the street. And sometimes our faces are buried in the cell phone and we are not paying attention to crossing the street. Okay, that's the first thing. Second thing. We all know we should not eat the entire sleeve of Thin Mints or the entire bag of popcorn at the movies or the entire pizza. I do know people who love to eat an entire pizza. God bless them. Pizza makes me sick. I can eat a slice or two and then that's really it. Um, it takes some serious discipline to walk away from pizza and Thin Mints, let me tell you. And, I, and I'm laughing because I'm looking at the video and here I am in my green jacket, which is like Girl Scout green and perfect for my Thin Mints story. So we all know we're not supposed to eat the entire sleeve of Thin Mints. And yet 
Tell me a household where the day after you get the cookies that all the Thin Mint sleeves are still there. There's no way. Not in my household. I can promise you a Thin Mint sleeve is gone the first night easily because we're human and we may know we're not supposed to eat the Thin Mints, but we want them now, right? I mean, we're very into self-gratification and especially immediate self-gratification. And it's gotten worse and it's gotten worse because we're being trained, you know, like Pavlov's law to, you know, salivate wanting that, dang, I liked your Facebook post, right? So we're human and, and, you know, there's nothing wrong with being human. There's nothing wrong with behaving the way we do. Um, so long as the behavior is in alignment with our values. So now, if one of my top values, and it is, is health, then eating an entire sleeve of Thin Mints doesn't fit the values, right? And so we can see more about people, beliefs and values based on their actions than on what they say, right? And we all do this. We all pay attention to what people are wearing, to how they're acting. It's not just what comes out of their mouths, right? So. It's not bad or good. It's how we're wired. It's who we are as humans. So it's not enough to know. We need to rewire the brain. And there's behavior modification that has to happen in order to do that, right? So you've heard, you know, if you're going to start a new habit, it takes 21 days or 30 days or 60 days or, God forbid, 120 days, right? It takes time and we have to be committed. So we have to know our values in order to commit to these changes, right? So I've talked about health and eating and, and thin mints, <laughs> right? And I really haven't talked about how this fits with productivity. So let's go there now. I'm Piler. I'm the first person to admit it. And I was the person who always said, oh, I know exactly where your file is in that pile. And I'm going to tell you now, I was blowing smoke right up your butt because there's no way I knew exactly where it was right in that pile. Because at that point, there were five piles and I first had to figure out which pile it was in and then go through that pile to find it. So it's baloney when someone tells you, it's, I know where everything is in the pile. Sorry about that, but that's just the reality. It's not good or bad. Look, this is a judgment-free zone. I have been there with the piles, okay? So I'm not judging you. I just know that I've learned systems that allow me to no longer have piles around my office. I actually have things filed in file drawers. You know, those things that were empty crying out for me to put stuff in them are filled now with all my files in a beautiful system. And the point is, if you have that system, a system that works for you, where you can change your behavior so that you're filing on a consistent basis, then you will change, right? And it does become habit and you are able to do it. I mean, that's the good news, right? So you're probably saying, well, how the hell do we get there, Catherine? Because, you know, I know that I should file my papers and be more organized in my office, but I don't know, know how to do it. Or maybe you do know how to do it, but damn it, you're not going to do it because it's just not set up in a way that works for you. And so I'm here to tell you that there's two things you need. You need motivation. So where does motivation come from? 
Motivation comes from your values. My values are health, family, and freedom. So we've talked about my health values, right? Because we've talked about working out and getting in the system of working out. And we've talked about family. Um, and I'll say quickly on freedom, by having systems in place and being more productive, I buy myself more freedom, not literally with money, but in the essence of time. And in many ways, time is an even more valuable resource than money. Get cancer. You know, please don't actually, just don't get cancer. But if God forbid you or a loved one gets an illness, you will quickly see how incredibly valuable time is. So motivation is the first one, right? Our intrinsic motivation. The second one is even more important and it's support. You can't do this alone. And if you can, God bless you, you're amazing because I can't do this alone. I still have someone who I've taught the system to who will come in once, say, a month and take a look around my office with me and we work together and quickly get everything filed and cleaned up and put away. Now, can I do this on my own? Yes, I can. I know how to put it all away and do it in five minutes. Sometimes something comes up. There's a big project. There's something else going on. It's sort of the thin mints of your business life, right? And suddenly, you know, filing just doesn't become the priority anymore. It's not that important because you're working on some major project. So getting the support you need and bringing them in and having them help you is huge. And I really recommend that. And I know I can help you if you need that support to get your office set up so that you can be incredibly productive in your life. I want to do one more story because I really want to show you how this support thing works. And it's all on me, meaning it's a story about me. Yesterday, I had an email I had to write and it was very hard for me. I was very stuck. It was about boundaries and it was a potential client who got the impression, my mistake, that I would be meeting her in her home to help her do her home office. And the fact is, is that I was planning on a phone call and I will do a 20 to 30 minute phone call with, with anybody assessing the workplace, assessing their productivity styles, helping them get to the next steps and then determining, are we a good fit to work together? And so it was my impression. That's what we were doing. We were doing a phone call. It was her impression that we were doing a meeting in her home. I don't know where the miscommunication went, but at the bottom, the bottom line, and at the end of the day is I own it. It was up to me to be very clear about this being a phone call, not a meeting. And writing this email was hard for me because I love to help people. And I was really stuck in the, oh, I've got to help this person versus the, I've got to honor my time and my values. And the fact is, is I charge to go to people's homes or offices to help them work on their space. And I charge because you get all this knowledge, right? All these years of experience, all this expertise. I'm not coming into a meeting with someone in their space and not saying, hey, I see right away that if you shift that lamp over there, you'll get more light, which will help you see everything better and you'll feel better and uh, you'll do better in your work 
right? And that was sort of a lame example, but you get the idea. Or, hey, you're saying your neck hurts and your back hurts, and I'm noticing that your chair doesn't really fit your body, and we should look into shopping for a new ergonomic chair for you. Okay, that's a better example. So I needed to write this note, and it was really a struggle for me. But here's what I did. I called upon my business coach, and I said, hey, I need some help with this. This is where I'm stuck. Can you help me? And I reached out to get the support I needed. Why? Because I need to build habits that are really great around setting boundaries in my business. Because how am I going to get to my value of freedom in my business if I don't have these boundaries, right? So believe it or not, boundaries and freedoms, like they're together. They work together. It's not like in if either this or that. It's if this and that. Or if this, then that. Maybe it's if this, then that. I love I love words. Anyway, so the fact is, is that I didn't go it alone. And I bring up myself because I want you to see that I'm human. You know, I like the Thin Mint. I want to eat it. I actually really prefer the Samoas, but you get the idea. I think the Samoas package is empty in this house right now. I'm telling you, there's a whole Girl Scout cookie thing going on here today. I got to tell you. So to wrap this up in a neat little tidy bow, a GI Joe fallacy and it's that knowing is enough or that it's half the battle. It's not half the battle. You've got to modify your behavior and make changes. You make those changes by looking at your values and making choices around them, which is your intrinsic motivation to change. And then you get support to do it so you don't go it alone. I hope this has helped you today. I wish you all the success in the world. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you are ready, you look around your office, not if, you know what, you are ready. You're ready to make changes in your office. You're ready to get the support you need so that you're no longer struggling to find that file. You're no longer getting to meetings late. You're no longer ticking off your coworkers because you're not holding up your end on the various projects you're involved in. You're ready contact me. The link is below. I would love to talk to you on a workplace assessment about how I can help you get to the next level. Wishing you all the success in the world. Have a great day. You've been listening to the Uncluttered Office podcast, available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and www.productivitybydesign.com. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. If you like what you've heard, please share this episode with someone you think needs it. I would love for you to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your reviews make my heart sing and can help even more people find the gifts in their productivity challenges. Thanks for listening and see you next week. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.